0: Welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and today I have the honor of introducing you to Heaven Howard. Heaven is from Los Angeles and currently with family in Philadelphia. She just graduated this May with a degree in fashion studies and is super passionate about camaraderie, communication, and curation. Super excited to have her here on the podcast, and welcome, Heaven.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, Margaret. This is super exciting. It's, uh, I think, my first podcast experience.
0: (laughs) This is very exciting then.
1: Right? Don't know what to expect just yet.
0: All good things, I think. (laughs) Let's just get into it and see how I like it. So first, I really, I mean, congratulations on being the first ever graduate to graduate with a fashion degrees major. Super exciting. Um, And I was kind of wondering, you you know, what that means to you to be a fashion studies major and what made you decide to pursue this degree?
1: Well, it's so funny because I remember when Professor Fossil, she is the head of the fashion studies along with Professor Sugiyama. Um, she, I've always loved her and she came up to me and she was telling me that they had this new major, which was fashion studies. And it's mostly just a combination of art history, business, communications, and studio arts, which I just really like the combination because it didn't set me into something too strongly and I could really pursue both like the more economic and, you know, the physical sides of art and then as well as like actually learning about art history, which is just such a beautiful thing to learn about. And so when she told me about it, I was just like, well, that just seems like something that fits with my soul. You know, nothing else really seemed to click completely, but just fashion studies. I don't know. It just, it just felt right. And so I made the poster for it um, for one of the times when we had all the students come out and to look at all the different majors and, so it was super exciting. I got to be super creative and I love the professors involved. And I'm mostly excited to see how the the major changes because it does need to evolve. Like it needs to have more fashion specific classes. And um, I've thought of a few things, but at this moment, it really is just a combination of other things and it can expand to be so much more.
0: That's awesome. And do you feel like you were given... You mentioned being able to be creative, but in regards to, you know, building your degree and having communication in terms of what this degree means for Franklin, do you feel
1: like your voice was able to be accounted for? I think they were really looking to hear back about how this experience has been for me because I, I am like the, the, the first face of it, let's say. Um, and so I feel very well received in that way. And Professor Fossil and Sugiyama—they're so receptive, and they're always looking for ways to improve. Because it's not about them; they're not. This is not about them. This is about the students, um, and they really make that clear from the beginning about how much they care about us and want us to grow and want us to be interested. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. And something that we were talking about before we actually started recording, and something that I was going to bring up was the fact that you were going to be moving to Barcelona for a new professional venture in September. And that was super exciting. But I was wondering if you could kind of tell us about where you are with that journey now.
1: Okay, yeah, of course. So I was really excited to go to Barcelona. It was definitely my dream. I had thought about it for like a year at that point. thinking okay after i graduate i'm going to barcelona like i'm going to be living there i'm gonna make my new life in spain like i'm gonna be like soy espanola whatever you know (laughs) and then i went there and when i was you know i was living there before the job actually started and i just found myself becoming a foreigner in my own body every single day i felt really really concerned about how i was existing within this space because It was beautiful. It was still in Europe, which I was super happy about. You know, I wanted to stay in Europe after having like this international European education. Um, But I was just surrounded by buildings and they were wonderful. And then there was the beach and there were these great people that I was meeting, but I wasn't happy. And I couldn't identify exactly what that unhappiness was. Part of it, that there wasn't enough nature for me. Like I was in too much of a city. But it was really more than that. Energetically, I didn't feel like I actually fit there. And I didn't feel like it was something that I totally did for me, which was the hardest part to think about, because I didn't realize before I had gotten there. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're alone trying to make this new life and you're having all these realizations about how you got somewhere and if it's really for you. um, And so I had to make the decision that I I knew I had to leave because it wasn't, wasn't getting any better. It was really just getting worse day by day. And as soon as I got back to home to Philadelphia and it was around family and, and I, I just, I felt at home again and I felt safe and I can regroup and it doesn't feel bad or painful or like, oh man, like what did I do? I did something that I thought was my dream and I got to live it and realized that it wasn't really my dream. It was just a fantasy. And I think that's great because I'll never have to wonder, was that the thing I should have done, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I think it's super beautiful to the idea that you gave it a full chance, you know, and you were able to really experience it and say this isn't for me. But I was wondering, you know, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's in a similar position and ready to start their new career that sounds amazing, live in this wonderful place, but they don't like it. How how would you say you felt like reassured in your decision to say actually, no, I'm going to leave.
1: I think you, we can't expect that we are going to know how we're going to feel going to a new place, and that's part of the great, the greatness about it is that we get the chance to fail, right? We get the chance to go and see if it works and see if it doesn't. But to not place too many expectations that this is going to be the everything, you know, the end all be all. Because I mean, just like with relationships with people, new people that we meet, we don't know how long they'll be in our lives. But at least we get to try it out and see if it's right for us and be willing to make mistakes because we can only grow from them. I mean, it's so cliche, but I totally believe in it. You know, just I have this one motto that really keeps me going. And it's um, I say to myself, if you're scared, be scared, but don't let it hold you back. And I completely live by that because I don't let anything hold me back.
0: Yeah, I really like that idea. And there's something to be said for living in an uncomfortable, you know, and being able to kind of express yourself in that way. But before we kind of get into, you know, what's next and how maybe this has changed your perspective on the future, I kind of wanted to delve into a few experiences professionally that you had before and during Franklin. Um, okay. once I, when I wanted to talk about when you worked for Fox Broadcasting as a production assistant and an executive assistant. Just I want to know more about that. What was it like, kind of being in the Hollywood industry?
1: I I was eighteen. I was just freshly out of high school, Um, and so I go to Los Angeles. I'm in Hollywood by myself, and it was very scary. But I was so ready to get into this, you know, new life. And the first place that I worked in was casting, and I did casting mostly for American Horror Story. And the great thing about it was that you would work from 9 in the morning to 5 at night, but it was very structured. Every day you knew exactly what you'd be doing and where you'd be going um, and what time you'd get off, whereas the rest of the jobs that I worked were nothing like that, especially working on a set. What you'll find working on a set is that you could be there for 16 hours. And as a PA, which is like, you know, the lowest level of them all, there are a few rules that are kind of ridiculous, like you're not allowed to sit. For, like, you you really just aren't allowed to sit, which means that you could be on your feet for up to 16 hours in the day. And that's so killer. Um, and I saw a lot of people working themselves to death. Like, this man who was probably about 40 years old. He looked like he was 70. And his hair was falling out. And he had wrinkles all over his face. And he was just stressed out. For the show, Bones. Like, for the the actual show, Bones. Like, he was killing himself. And I just thought this is so ridiculous. Like, yes, I love film, and I love making art through this, you know, through film. I, I think it's wonderful, and there's so many films that have inspired me, and are the things that I try to like, base my, my life around, basically. But in Hollywood, that's just not. That's just not what's happening. A lot of the time, it's not making art. It's like making sausage. It's making something that can be mass consumed and just likable for the general public and it's all about the economics. It's not about the art. Um and so that's the what I came to find about um about Hollywood in general. But at at the same time my experience was very limited. It was only a few years. So I didn't see everything. I saw one side that I did not necessarily love, but I do think it was a great experience and it's what got me to Franklin.
0: Yeah, that's super... F- I mean, like you said before, it's nice to at least try it. And also, your father um, is Terrence Howard, who is popularly known for his appearance contemporarily, contemporarily excuse me, in Empire. <laughs> I'm just wondering how his involvement in Hollywood has also kind of contributed to your perspective on being in the entertainment industry and working on film and things like
1: that. Uh, I think... It's good because, uh, let me explain it this way. He has hated his experience with Hollywood. He really detests acting. He, I don't, he claims that he never really loved it, that it was really just a way of making money that at first originally worked out for him, so he kind of kept going. He had children, he had family to support. Um, the thing is that I've always loved acting, and he's heavily pushed me away from it. Saying that it's that it'll just kind of take too much from you, and that you know, I think fame is really a destructive thing, and I I question its role in our society a lot of the time because we idolize these people, and at the same time, we want to break them down so we can make them more human. And so, for the actual person that's being idolized, a celebrity, they their ego gets so inflated, but it, not in a positive way. I mean, I don't think an a inflated ego is ever positive. If we can just kind of see this as a job and not idolize these humans for something that they shouldn't be idolized for, for existing. And so I I think seeing him live this life has really pushed me away from it. And I've tried to get away from it so often, but the thing I love most is film. And so it's taught me that I need to either be my own creator or go down different avenues than he did to find my place where I don't have to compromise anything about myself, because that's not something I'm willing to do. Yeah.
0: yeah. And actually during your time at Franklin, you were involved on a lot, some short films. Um, And I was wondering what your experience <laughs> for that, because I know it was for a class and I just wonder how that was.
1: Um. Well, I think most people know that I, I love being in front of the camera at school, and I'm also a very friendly person, so I don't think it was so so crazy of them to ask me if I would be in their film. It was really funny, actually, because um, the, the the student film that I was involved with was one of the most wild scripts that I've ever read. Like, I really did not know what was going on a lot of the time. And it was only difficult because I, I truly couldn't stop laughing when when we were when we were filming, and so I would not def- I would definitely not say it was my best performance ever, but I had a great time making it. Like I really had a great time. <laughs> That's actually
0: funny you say that because I just watched it recently, and I could see in one scene the attempt to hold back a laugh. So they. Prepared everything and then just asked you to be a part of the filming, or were you a
1: part of the creative creation of it all? I I certainly was not part of the the creative team. Um, Arpy, she asked me if I if I would act in something for her, and I said yes. And I hadn't seen the script when I had when I agreed to it, and I will say that. I think it's important to read the scripts before you, before you sign on to something. I think that's a lesson that I learned in this case. (laughs) That's hilarious. I
0: hate Only love. (laughs) love. If I can find the link, I'll link the video in the um, description. (laughs) See what you, what we're kind of talking about. Um, But I was, also kind of wondering during your time at Franklin, um, you know, what were some standout moments that really solidified your decision of attending Franklin and made you feel like, okay, yeah, this was the right path for me?
1: It was absolutely the first night that I got there. The first night that I got there, um, I got to my dorm. It was a Tuesday night and I got to my dorm around 8 p.m., and my roommates, they had introduced me to this, this new student also, her name was Clara. She was this Danish girl. She walked in and she was just like this goddess. And I and I my jaw dropped absolutely. And I was just like, okay, well, this is super fun. She was super cool. Then we go out to the pub, you know, it's my first night there, and there were just so many there were so many cute boys, I thought, like I was just like taking note of everything. And so I was having a great time. And then actually my first class, um, I had sociolinguistics and it was 830 on a Thursday morning and we're sitting in classroom one, which is the classroom that has these wooden floors and these big windows and these kind of blood red curtains that hang low and the light was coming in perfectly. And, and it was just like this combination of the atmosphere, the students, and also the topic because sociolinguistics is so fascinating. Um, and so it was just, like, everything was exactly right. Like, I couldn't have wanted anything different. It was so perfect. And from that day, it just continued to be exactly what was right for me. That's I think a lot experience. of the students, like, can't you agree? Like, haven't a lot of students had that similar feeling of just everything being so right for them?
0: Yeah. It's, it's just like, everyone talks about things being such a cliche, but then at the end, mm-hmm. of you- you know, because we all have the similar feeling and mindset as it all.
1: Hmm. Exactly. Exactly. In Switzerland, I mean, oh my goodness, what a beautiful place! You can. You, it's, rarely do you see pictures of a place online, and it actually looks exactly like it, oh, it. Doesn't only look exactly like those pictures, but it looks better.
0: Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But kind of looking forward a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and now with this new kind of change of direction, I'm wondering where do you see yourself going and potentially, you know, how? what has Franklin taught you about how you're going to progress forward?
1: I think... What I, where I want to go, where I will continue to go is um, exploring film, different avenues, both in front and behind the camera. Um, It's what I know the the most and it's what I love. It's what I'm the best at. So definitely going to continue with that. Um, How Franklin, Franklin really just gave me just this a buttload of life experience. I have this great education that's not, you know, it's not one way. It's so international, and it folds on top of itself. And so, I feel like I understand a lot about the world, and I've just had so many great experiences that I can write about. Also, and I think that's a huge part. I now want to write. You know, I want to make this story because it was just so unbelievable. You're know, like, you have to. This is something that that people would want to see. This is something that I would want to see. You know, a younger version of me would want to watch all of the stuff that had happened. And so, I mean, for everybody, you know, university is different. But for me, it it gave me the kind of creative fuel that I had always been looking for. And then also the ability to express those things as well, because I've become a great writer. I think overall, like Franklin, with its international student body, just has given me like a a great amount of life experience and so many different ways that I could have ever expected, like different situations that I would never have imagined people that i never could have thought up and just made up from the, the boundaries of my own room somewhere comfortable back at home. Um, And so I think university experience is different for everybody and everyone's looking for something else to get out of it. And for me, I was looking to live out those movie fantasies that i had seen when i was younger and and i absolutely got to do that and i got to make these new stories that i now get to write about and i have this education that's taught me how to articulate that and these references that I never would have had before, learning about art history and and about poetry and in film, I get to make references that I didn't know before. And so it makes my work so much stronger. And it's all based on my authentic life experiences. And I think, I mean, I couldn't be more grateful.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's I always have this weird thought where it's like, oh, movies. Are such like real life or oh this is just like the movies but movies are real life you know just with a more enchanted spin so i really thank you for being a part of the podcast i'm super excited for the next stage what's to come and um yeah thank you so much
1: thank you thank you no this has been super fun to talk about